In this episode, we cover how we as parents survived our child's first and second birthday. One, without killing each other, and two, without killing ourselves. Stay tuned for more tips and tricks on how to survive your child's first birthday. Raising bilingual children can be a challenge. That's why we have serial dates, where we discuss our experiences and grow as a bilingual family. Let's get cereal, cereal. I wanna get cereal. Let's get cereal. <laughs> Bienvenidos a cereal dates. Oh my god! Beat you to it. Bienvenidos. Is that how you sound? No. Wow. Well, welcome back to cereal dates, everyone. And boy, do we have some wonderful tips and tricks for you today. We are coming up on Elias's very first birthday. And Mateo's third. And Mateo's third. Oh, my God. So, how old are they? Uh, well, <laughs> so what's today's date? Well, Mateo will be two and 11 months, and Elias will be 11 months. Mm-hmm. Today, is, as this recording, Elias is 11 months. <gasps> we didn't do anything. Yeah, we put him to sleep. <laughs> All right. So, with them being almost birthday brothers... We have a lot of planning to do. Mm-hmm. We've done this before, so we're good there. We just have we have all with, the decorations. <laughs> we have all the decorations. If you came to Mateo's first birthday, you're going to see the exact same ones. You might even see the same child, except with red hair. I mean, I don't know where he gets that red hair from. He does not look anything like Mateo. I don't know. Everyone says he does. I know everyone does, but he doesn't. Well, he's got the eyes. That's it. Yeah. With that being said, we have a little bit of time to prepare. It's easier because we already know what we're doing, how we're doing it, because we already did it. But in this episode, we're going to talk about the things that we did to prepare for their first birthday, specifically dealing with a bilingual slash bicultural birthday party. Yeah, I think it was mainly the culture part of it. Well, and then you had a lot of translations in there for uh, your family. That's true. So when I would give my speech and... You would do the translation. Yeah, and we sang happy birthday in Spanish. Yes, so... And then for, Just a little bit of everything. Right, and the whole point of this episode is I really want people to walk away from uh, from this episode feeling a sense of pride for whatever cultural or traditional things you bring to your celebrations, whether it be mm-hmm. birthday, New Year's Eve, Christmas, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, we are big supporters of cultural celebrations and traditional celebrations, especially mm-hmm. if it comes from your family heritage. And I think that even if in your case, um, for those who are listening for the first time, John is Korean, so or half Korean. But even in your case, you didn't have the celebration exactly. You had some parts of it, right? And your dad didn't have it. So this was this is almost like a reset for us of like we want to include some new parts of what the traditional Korean birthday is. Um, you know, starting with Mateo, right? And just so you guys get a little back back history on me. So my dad is Korean, born and raised in Korea, came over when he was 10 years old, uh, raised me uh, with hardly any Korean aspect other than food. Food, yeah. That was the only thing. 
when I was younger, I remember my dad speaking Korean, but he slowly lost it over time. He just didn't talk to people. And we talk about the importance of consistency. Um, and he lost it. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole, if, is it true? If you don't use it, it, you, you lose, lose it. it. Is that a serious question? No. Um, 40 year old virgin for those that are listening. So he lost it. He definitely did not keep any traditional or cultural aspects other than the food. Food. I mean, that's a big. I mean, that's a huge thing. I think that's really what brings people together is cultural food and Mm -hmm. things like that. But my grandmother still spoke Korean Mm -hmm. and she's passed on. She's passed on this year, um, but she left us a really big motivation. She had the opportunity to speak to Mateo in Korean Mm-hmm. Uh, read a book in Korean to him, and and it really sparked our interest in really bringing my tradition and heritage into our family life. Mm-hmm. And with that came the Doljabi. And so we're going to talk about that here in a little bit as well. But again, we want you to walk away feeling a sense of pride and being confident when you add traditions, whether they're heritage or not. Because that's, that's the beauty of this world. We get to share these wonderful things. Mm-hmm. New traditions get to be created. Yeah, and I think Traditions get to be shared. Especially second or third generations may feel like, well, I don't, I don't have the right to like have this whole Korean birthday. Oh, if you I'm sure not, shit do. You know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't really know how to do or, and, and for me personally, Really, the internet was so helpful right? <laughs> in seeing, you know, what exactly does a doljabi entail and what could we include? Um, you know, we didn't go all out because there are so many different traditions within the birthday celebration. Right. Uh, but we included quite a few. So we're going to go through some of those in the episode. In the episode. So that's what we really want you to walk away from with that. And then hopefully giving you some tips and tricks along the way to help ease your first birthday you may be celebrating with your child or second or third. Mm-hmm. Um, just some tr- tips that really helped us get through the whole, what would you call it, planning, planning part of, of the it. whole deal? Yeah. And from my side, I guess, this is not necessarily a Colombian culture, um, cultural tradition, but definitely a family tradition, specifically like my parent with my parents, small little nuclear family of my parents and I, that my parents really made a big deal for my birthdays every, every year. Like I, I remember every year was a a big deal. Um, and even when they didn't have the means to make it a big deal, they found a way to be creative and make it special for me. So that's why for me, birthdays are so, so special because like you we survived another day, another year on this earth. <laughs> we don't go all out for Christmas. Like we don't do like thousands of gifts or any of that, you know. Um, but birthdays, like having a theme and having it be something really special, that's really important to me. So it kind of, right. this kind of just fit together for the first birthday. And I, th- and I think it also helps you and me growing up with mm-hmm. our as close of our friends that we have, we've just always loved celebrating together. Right. Like whether it's a new year or a new, you know, checkpoint that you've reached in your life mm-hmm. and you're moving forward with graduations, graduations, first home. Yeah. First homes, doctors and right. everything in between. Like these are things Book that releases. worth, <laughs> these are things worth celebrating. And we love 
celebrating. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love it. Yep. So with that being said, let's get started with this episode. Let's get this party started. Let's get this party started. It's hot. Let's get it started in here. (laughs) Black Eyed Peas. All right. So the first thing we're going to go over, what are we going to go over for the first thing? Well, what is a Doljabi? Okay. So because we had to learn what a Doljabi is all over again, I'm actually pulling this uh, from this website called Jotheta. What? I may be saying that completely wrong. But it, it has an it has a de- definition of Doljabi. What is Doljabi? And I'm just going to read an excerpt from it. And it is, Doljabi is a Korean tradition that occurs in a Korean first birthday celebration, commonly known as a Doljanchi. You might have heard of the word Dol, and that means first birthday. Doljabi is the highlight of the Doljanchi, the highlight of the celebration, and it is practiced by both native and non-native Koreans. It's one of the few traditions of Doljanchi that has been successfully passed down for centuries. So the Doljabi specifically, mm-hmm. even though we refer to the birthday ourselves the as, as a Doljabi. As a Doljabi. Right. So the Doljabi specifically is when a few items are laid out on the ground, one to ten. I think it's mainly like five or so. Yeah, we did five. Yeah. See, so we laid out five items and then we put our child, we put Mateo at the end uh, at the opposite end, and then we would well, release him. Each item <laughs> represents right a career. It represents a career. Um, I've also seen ones where they have items out that are different types of blessings oh, throughout like their good life. luck or health. Right. Or okay. And so when you release your child and you <laughs> let him go into, into the, the wild, wild. <laughs> um, he or she would go and pick an item. Mm-hmm. And that item would be their career or the type of uh, blessing that they'll have throughout the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. And Matteo cho- chose the stethoscope, which we had it specifically representing a veterinarian. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what he chose. So, And so far, he's done great with animals other than Iris always beating him up. <laughs> and the cool thing about that is traditionally... So traditionally... <laughs> These celebrations were important to the Koreans because it was a miracle that babies would make it through the first, yeah, it like first a, year. It was a big, it was a big deal. deal. There's actually a half one, There too. is a half right. one. And um, so that's why they did that. So primarily with the blessings, they were like, okay, we made it to the first year. The, the gods or um, whatever spirits that would help guide them through life would help them choose something specifically and guide and watch them become successful in that uh, career path or that blessing that they'll have and receive for the rest of their lives. And it was super important for them to do a Doljabi. It was like their way of saying thank you to, uh, for blessing their child to have living through the first year, especially Mm -hmm. during the times that this whole thing came about. Right. Now with modern medicine, it's just more traditional. Mm -hmm. So just like they said, Centuries passed down. They mm-hmm. keep up with the traditions. Mm-hmm. So for my first birthday, just to give you a little conspar- uh, comparison, my first birthday, I didn't have the Doljabi aspect. The only mm-hmm. thing I had was the Hanbok, and that was my traditional Korean first birthday outfit. outfit. And I still have it to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Mateo and Elias, we, uh, my mother bought them theirs, and they'll wear that on their first birthday. Mm-hmm. 
So when we introduced this for Mateo, and I remember my grandmother, she was she was crying the entire time. Yeah. Because she saw a piece of home that she had almost forgotten mm-hmm. just come to life right before her. Right. And she was ecstatic. And I'm so glad she got to, you know, observe and witness that mm-hmm. before she passed away. And that is something I'll never forget. But she also showed me a lot with the Korean heritage growing up, the food. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the family that I got to meet, like my hominy, that was her mother. I got mm-hmm. to meet her quite a few times. So I've always had a genuine a, a genuine interest in Korean tradition, which mm-hmm. really helps. Yeah, absolutely. And that, in a nutshell, is a dull jobby. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of what else. Well, obviously, the food. It was all Korean. Korean all Korean food. food. Um, we even wore, like, a Korean-esque outfit. Yeah, we didn't wear, like, the the hanbok for the mom and dad, like, the full Korean outfit. Right. I, I, didn't just... real, I really didn't want to take away from Mateo's look because I knew <laughs> that if I wore mine, everybody would have their eyes on me. Right. I mean, clearly. Thank you, Thank you for doing that. Primarily because was... the sun's in their eye glaring off my bald head. <laughs> there was also a... I'm sure there's, like, a headpiece or something for the dad. I don't know. Um, there was also... I'm not sure what the name of these uh, these are, but it was part of the decorations of the table. These bean towers that you could make with... Black beans, Black beans, beans and white beans. And so with the beans, you with the dark beans, you would write out the... Korean character the for Korean happy character birthday. For happy birthday or birthday. And the other one was the child's name. Right. And my grandmother wrote the name for us so that way we could... Write it correctly. And so um, I made the, like, we made those. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we made in terms of decorations. Uh. Like Korean. Oh, well, we kind of have those, um, like, lanterns, like paper lanterns. Right. As decorations. But a a quick tip about decorate like, birthday decorations is that instead of picking, like, a theme that you have to go by the plates that have that theme on it, pick a color scheme because that is so much cheaper. You can go to like Dollar Tree and get those colors or even, um, you know, when you when you the napkins, the napkins or whatever, even the forks, if you wanted color forks, right? I mean, if you wanted to, but it's a lot easier. It's a lot cheaper to get like a solid, color. a solid color paper plate than it is to get like a Harry a special, Potter yeah, a special plate. character plate, you know. And so that's something that we did. We kind of kept it like um earth colors, I guess. Right, because like greens cuz technically our theme was wilderness with the foxes and all that Oh, the that cake. was the cake. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That was a little confusing, but Right, but yeah. Mateo really loved animals. Like, right. He was real into animals. Yeah, it's probably why he picked the vet stethoscope. <laughs> well, that doesn't look like an animal. Right. So keeping it simple mm-hmm. with the, I guess, the cutlery and plastic and Yeah. Right. And then you can buy specific, I guess, decorations. Mm-hmm. You can buy bigger ones and keep them very, like a single large sculpture made of from ice of a fox. <laughs> I don't know. But but color schemes. We did done. not do that. No, we didn't we didn't do that. I, I would have broken the ice off into there and poured whiskey into it. Um so 
So keeping it simple, color schemes. Yes, absolutely. Right. And I think that kept our cost down because it, it was a big celebration. And because it was the first birthday, you know, we invited everybody. <laughs> yes. And this was before COVID too. So it was everybody. So if you came to Mateo's first birthday, you're not going to come into Elias's first birthday because we got to make room for the people we couldn't invite to Mateo. So thanks for spending time there. Plus, you already saw the decorations. You already saw the decorations. <laughs> You've already. Been... Now, I think we're doing this one. We're going to try to do this one outside. Yeah. So that way, it kind of helps, especially since we're into the new Delta variants and right. Sigma Pi, Theta variants. I don't know. There's so many variants. Now. Right. So, um, as far as like preparing the child, I started watching videos to kind of get an idea of how you actually do the activity. You know, I just had no idea what you were supposed to do. And every single video, the child was like (laughs) screaming their heads off, just completely freaked out by what was happening, overwhelmed and everything. So my teacher self was like, okay. Let's break this down. What What is the child freaking out about? Everyone's screaming because another part of it, which we, we set up, but we never actually did, was that people vote on like what they think the child's going to get. So it's kind of like a little game, you know? Right, right. And so when when the child picks the one that you picked, you get a chance to winning some prize, right? Right. And so we might do that this this time. But um, we had, like, the voting boxes and everything, but we never... Said, hey, go vote. Go vote or anything. So, But that's part of the reason why people are like, no, go to the doctor, go here, go there, whatever. And also people who are in that profession are going to be more excited about certain things. And so I saw that. I was like, okay, there's very little I can do to control people yelling because... You know, there's going to be a lot of people and I can't control them. Right. But I can prepare Mateo for the startle, like for him to be startled by the yelling and everything. So I started just placing random things in the house that he wasn't familiar with, like a whisk or a hairbrush or just things, random things around the house. Some were shiny, some weren't. Which we can't really do with Elias because he finds them himself. Right. But I mean, we can still set him up. <laughs> Uh, like far what, what away. I mean is he's a, he finds all the random stuff that he's never seen before. Oh yeah. So I put like five items, you know, five, like what, four feet away from him or something. Right, something like that. And then I'll say, okay, Mateo, which one do you want or go or something? And he would go. And while he was going, I was like, yeah, at, at the beginning, I was like, woo, you know, just really softly. And then I got louder and louder and louder. And when he would pick one, I would cheer. And then eventually we would both do it. And, you know, like you and I would do it. And then my mom, like, it got to more and more people. Right. And so by the end of it, he was used to that event. Like, what was, you know, what was going to happen? And I think he did really well. He didn't, I mean, he cried a little bit. I think, oh, yeah, because I remember... When we started, they started, everybody started cheering before he even touched one. Remember? You're right. And so we had to start over. And I was like, just wait to cheer till after he picks one. And so, yeah. But, I mean, part of me was going back and forth like, is this 
really worth it. Like, he's not going to remember. It's worth it for us. I know. but And, uh, he, and we get to show him. And your grandma. I mean, that was a big deal for his grandma. That was a huge deal. So, yes, I think part of, a, part of like, the logic is, like, well, your child's not going to remember that. And also, why put him through that? Like, wearing a handbook, which just looks incredibly uncomfortable. We are team pro comfy for babies. <laughs> like, yes, Elias lives in a onesie, and that's it. And so he never has pants on. No. Well, today he did. But, um, you know, he's just comfortable. Like we want right. to have him free. We want him to have freedom of movement. And we gave him some stress induced training. So that way when people were <laughs> like screaming, it was, he would find some comfort and it was, it almost worked. I he yeah. definitely got upset. Yeah. But it wasn't bad at to all. To answer your question mm-hmm. of why, why even go through all this? Right. I mean, Cultural, traditional mm-hmm. things. I I am proud of where I came from. I am proud of who I am. So much, sh- so much, so much so <laughs> that I wish I had gained more experience and had accumulated more knowledge like of growing your culture? up mm-hmm. of my culture. Mm-hmm. I did go to a Korean camp when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Just it was, And that's all it was, was cooking in Korean, traditional Korean sports or games or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they brought a lot of that culture to second and third generations. I'm a first generation, mm-hmm. and I didn't get any of that. Right. So it was really cool for me to like make certain instruments that were from Korea. That, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. But that was the most I got Right. That was the most I got out of it. Mm-hmm. And so my dad loves seeing this because it makes him proud mm-hmm. of who he is and where of he came culture, from. right. It made my grandmother I know. You know, a wreck. She was mm-hmm. gone. She, it was, she loved seeing that. Right. She loved seeing her grandchild, me, and her great-grandchild honoring where her she came culture, from. right. And that's why we do it. Yeah, I think it is a lot more for... For the adults, you know, and for for us celebrating that culture and also celebrating, you know, even though we're not celebrating the first year of life in the same way that it was celebrated hundreds of years ago, like, oh, we made it, you know. <laughs> right. Um, but, well, I mean, we did. Well, <laughs> the parents yeah, did. Like, oh, we made it. Uh, little did we know that it was just a continuation of <laughs> <laughs> what was to come. So I think... Those are the main points. Um, something something else that we talked about that we wanted to cover is, you know, including family members who want to help. Uh, for example, we decided that we were not going to have gifts. And we'll go over that in here in just a second. But instead, our grand or Mateo's grandparents all pitched in in like a big way. So like your mom did the cake and like all the little cupcakes, your dad helped with the food, with like the cooking and everything and bringing some of the food. Um, my dad helped with the decorations. My mom helped with the favors. And so everybody, you know, did a little bit and it didn't feel like in terms of time and, and also money, it didn't feel as big of a task to task handle by on ourselves. Us, you know? Now, the thing that's interesting about when we selected who was going to do what, we gave the tasks for our grandparents. And, and for those listening, this is something that you can also sit down and figure out as well, is the task that you hand out, make sure you give them a task that they are naturally have a gift for. Mm-hmm. My mom is really good about seeing something 
and being able to design, so to speak, like, in a, like uh, what do they call them? In interior that, decorator. Interior decorator. She kind of has that type of eye. Mm-hmm. So she started doing the cakes, sending us pictures, sending us ideas, and mm-hmm. having us pretty much agree on, like, she took that to a whole new level. Right. Um, your mom is super crafty and very, you know, thinks on her feet and can come up with some crazy cool ideas. So she mm-hmm. took care of the favors. I was like, wow, awesome. Those were awesome. They were great. They're like little terrar- terrariums. Yeah. What are called? With succulents. And so the kids got to make their own. Succulent plant to take Yeah. Out. So it was an activity and a favor. Right. So kids got entertained. They got to take them home. And I'm sure parents that love succulent plants probably loved that. Well, yeah, it wasn't, you know, a bag full of candy, candy. (laughs) It's gone in 30 seconds by the time you get home. (laughs) Right. And then even the second birthday, those were really cool too. Yeah. Little construction, uh, I guess, hot wheel cars with brown Play-Doh, which is your sand. And that was really cool. Mm -hmm. So my mom was good with that. Your mom was good with the crafts. My dad is, he, he knows how to cook Korean food. So he took that task on and, and I, my grandma helped with yeah, fried she rice. So she took a lot of that as well. I tried to get her and to relax. And what is the and one that's enjoy. like the Korean sushi? Oh, called? the kimbap? Kimbap. Oh yeah. She helped with that too, right? Mm-hmm. Sure did. So they all took those. And then your dad, who is nothing but art, art, mm-hmm. art, 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 took care of the decorations, made an art piece. I mean, you give them the tasks and that they are they they have a talent in mm-hmm. and it makes it that much smoother yeah so absolutely um with that also being said is thinking if you're going to do it at your house I'm thinking about it my mom helped a lot with the decorations like she came over and helped actually helped me but like, she decorate. also took a lot of the time helping you help Mateo get into his handbook and oh yeah your mom took on like a guardianship role as well Mm -hmm. so that really helped um what was i gonna say if you're if you're going to have it at a place the way i suggest deciding where you're gonna do the location is figure out where you're gonna do the doljabi and then create the decorations and placements of everything else around that right because you don't want to have to move things out of the way when it's time to do the doljabi portion of the birthday Mm -hmm. Um, so if you already have a position of where you're going to do that, mm-hmm. have that set up and then design everything else around that. Yeah. I think that was really big for us. I mean, the place that we used made it easy. Yeah. I also think because the Doljabi part of it is everybody being around the child, make sure that there is enough space for everyone to be around. Like the way that this area was set up, there was like three rooms that, Essentially that, that little area where we're doing the doljabi is like kind the of intersection of exactly, a road. Exactly. And so it didn't feel like everyone was facing one way or the other. It was just kind of. Everybody got to see it wasn't a can of sardines. Right. So, right. and. I think it'll be even better this year if we have it outside because then people don't have to be as close. And right. because of social distancing and everything, it'll just be a little more space for everybody. And I don't care what anybody thinks uh, or says. If you are doing a first birthday for your child, save all the decorations and use it again on the second child. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're going to have a single child and that's it, save those decorations for their second birthday. No. (laughs) Because we didn't do that. No, we didn't do that. 
No, but in all seriousness, like. But for example, and, and we talked about the decorations and keeping it, um, like f- focusing on the colors rather than, you know, buying everything that goes with the theme. So for a clear example of this is for Mateo's second birthday, it was construction. So instead of buying like construction plates with construction vehicles and cups with construction vehicles and balloons with construction vehicles, we just bought yellow and, yellow black. and black everything. Like caution tape yeah. color stuff. And it was like great. It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Color scheme. Definitely. I, I know we've said it a hundred times. It also times. helped that Nono built like a giant bulldozer right cardboard (laughs) that was like the best decoration yeah and and i know we keep coming we've said color scheme a lot already but you have no idea how much money that'll save you oh yeah and it still looks ridiculously good with everything that you're bringing to the table Mm -hmm. so color scheme and dollar tree dollar tree color scheme yes um what else are we having to cover so what other tips can we give as far as enjoy the, like how how do we as parents or? how do we as parents enjoy these birthday parties with all that going on and hosting the whole thing? I think that's another another area where you know asking for help is so important, and I think you do want to um delegate like okay, who's gonna be helping around the food you know who's gonna be doing this and that way. You get to enjoy it as well, you know. Uh, yes, I, I agree with that. And Hire, be able to spend with spend time with your child, you know. With the way the world is today, and the amount of you know side hustles that people have out there, there is no reason you cannot hire a photographer to come take pictures. So you do not have well, to. Well, there about is a it. reason. That's money. <laughs> well, if you're buying color scheme plates and cups, you'll have the money. <laughs> or you can also talk to one of your young cousins who is great with their phone and see if they would like to take pictures. No, they got to enjoy it. I know, but there, I mean, there are third party photographers out there that are affordable. Yeah. Especially if you find somebody that's really trying to be an up and coming photography artist in their in your local area. That is the beauty of the Internet. And if you show that you're going to support them, they will come and take wonderful pictures of your event. I agree. I agree. I'm just saying that you don't have to. You, well, I suggest it so you do not have another thing to worry about. Right. Ask for help or hire someone. But the pictures, I think, definitely think that you shouldn't put that on you because then you're You like, don't have to put it on gonna, you. If you hire somebody, oh, it's a gosh. set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. That's your favorite. Set and forget it. That is my favorite. I don't want to have to do anything if I don't have to. (laughs) Okay. So either choose someone delegated to a family or friend who would do it for free and could take good pictures or hire someone. But try not to take pictures yourself because you want to. Not going to lie. We hire somebody. You want to be in the pictures. Yeah, but we didn't for the second one. And we got great pictures on the second birthday. That's because the new iPhone 11 came out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I, I didn't take any pictures. I don't yeah. remember taking any pictures. It was all our family who took pictures. So, uh, one more thing with the Doljabi. Um, I had Mateo try on the Hambok. 
well in advance a couple times so we need to do that with elias yeah we do need to do that and it's coming up very quick oh man what else oh my favorite thing about birthdays can you guess the what food. it is no that's my favorite thing about birthdays no. is the food no i did not know about this until obviously until i had my own child but there's something called a fiver birthday Oh, yes. Yeah, we love this. This is something that I 100% stand behind. So here's the deal with birthdays. There are so many things that the fiber birthday, so many issues and just things that it solves. Right. For one thing, the amount of toys that children get on birthday parties, like it's, it's obnoxious, right? Yeah. Especially if you want to have a big celebration, that doesn't mean... Like that your child is going to get hundreds of gifts. You can, the whole celebration is the gift, you know, and and we want, for us personally, we want to instill that in our children, that spending time with family, spending time with friends, you know, having a good time together, sharing food, all that is the gift. That is what's important. It's not the presents or the toys. And so... That was a big deal for us personally. Like, for one, we didn't want to have, we didn't want to manage a ton, of, a ton of presents. But the truth is, you know, we're, we've, we really made it a point across our entire family line that presents are specifically for birthdays, celebrations, and stuff like that. They're not random. Right. We have thresholds and limitations that come with presents. And we want to keep that with, birthday traditions as well and and also when you think about when i thought about presents growing up Mm -hmm. that was the one thing i grew up about with birthdays it's like oh man all the presents what am i gonna get there's gonna be something cool um and then you always have the well this present isn't as good as this present so Mm -hmm. this friend must not like me as much as this friend Mm -hmm. and you create these weird you know scenarios growing up and when you look back at it as an adult you're just like man i was kind of an asshole for thinking that right and I don't want, and if I start this, if we can eliminate that early on, yeah, get done, be done with it, then great. And so it, that's where the fibers yeah. come in. I think it, it adds also to how memorable that birthday is for the child. Uh, because there is one gift from everybody. So let, let's talk about how the fiber works. Okay. So you and I decided the one gift that we think would be super beneficial for the next coming year. Mm -hmm. And that's the only gift he is going to get for his birthday at his birthday party. Right. Because the truth is having grandparents is like the worst thing you could ever have because they're going to buy them a bunch of stuff on the side. (laughs) But seriously, a single present, a single present for the birthday party. What, what you say in your invitations is there are no presents. You don't need to if bring anything. If you want right. to contribute, you can contribute $5 to the birthday present pool, so to speak, mm-hmm. which would be translated into that one birthday gift. Right. So when Mateo receives his one gift, mm-hmm. it is technically a gift sure. given by everyone. everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's how a fiber works. So that's the beauty of the Fiverr birthday is that the gift is a contribution by everyone. everyone. And nobody brought a gift better than the other or yeah. can't afford to bring a... Like you just don't put people in that awkward position of, right. oh, I got to get Mateo the best gift. Right. And you I did. Hope- Your presence 
being the right. first and second, your contribution to whatever present it, everyone's con- contributing to, right. which was Mateo's bicycle. Last year. Last year. The first year was uh, Pickler Triangle. Pickler Triangle. Right. But another thing is I've, as a teacher, I've been to so many birthday parties, right? <laughs> and and also I never invited any of my teachers to my birthday parties. I know because you didn't have cool teachers like me. So, okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> but literally, I mean, you remember it was like every weekend. Oh my God. Yes. But which was great for me because you were out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, I can't tell you how many times there would be like 30 presents behind the child. Right. And the child's just like opening as quickly as they can. Like, okay, next, next, next. Thank you. Next, next. So I, you know, I don't know. To me, it felt like they didn't get a chance to enjoy any, any of them. Right. You know? And like, and it was the urgency of like, what's next? What's next? Oh, okay, cool. Okay. What's next? What's next? What's next? And even if they did enjoy one, like, oh, wow, this is so cool. It's not like you could really enjoy it right then and there because you have to open this uh, other one. Right. And so I think it takes away from like being grateful you know, when you have so many gifts, it's hard to be genuinely grateful to everyone. And we're going to do this five birthday for as long as we can. Yeah. Well, I, I, what I've read, and I think it's really cool. So as of right now, we buy the present ahead of time. Like, like we personally buy it ahead of time. And then obviously when as parents or as um, friends and family bring their cards and whoever wants to contribute contributes, then obviously we put it back into that towards that gift but what i've seen for children like six and up in the second plane of development for if you were montessori um is that you can actually not have a a gift right at the party they just bring in the contribution and then the child once they have the money they can go and decide what to buy with it you know and so (laughs) so that that actually you know it's like a whole other activity, you know, like right. now this is what everybody contributed. Now I have to make a decision of what what is important to me or what I would like to get with it. That's you after know. tax and, you know, <laughs> dividends paid out to the parents that threw the party. Right. Of course. Because daddy needs a new liquor bottle after having to deal with all that. Okay. Anyway, um, that's like your second. <laughs> that's like your second drinking like I know reference. falls around the corner. That means which is so funny because which is like bourbon season and so funny because if anyone saw our I don't know if it, I mean I don't know if we've talked about this but John used to work at a liquor store what like six years ago. Yep, you six the, seven years ago. You were the manager, and you got a bunch of free bottles, and those are also because <laughs> I'm a heavy drinker. Right, 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 right. So anyway. Um, <laughs> Actually, the I drink about once a year. Christmas? Something like that. I don't know. No. I had a drink the other night. Where? When? At Bailey and Molly's. Oh, you or, did? or at uh, Allie's birthday party. Oh. Yeah. I did Drinks too. are expensive I outside. Did too. <laughs> I did too. What did I get at your mom's? I had like half of it. Are that, you playing with the microphone? That uh, seltzer thing? Oh, yeah. That sonic seltzer gross. Yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. 
Well, anyway. Um, All right, moving on. Moving on. So five are birthdays. I I love them. I just I do too. There's just so many areas. And for example, when we when we brought out, well, we've always had the pickler, but like when Elias started climbing it and using it, I made a big deal about it and said this was Mateo's gift for his first birthday. You know, and even though Mateo doesn't remember it, it it's like this was important. This um, item. Like kind of represents what collectively we all gave him and at that, that celebration. That goes with that saying: it takes a village to raise a child. Right, and the same thing with the second birthday. Like we can, he can have like a special, you know, meaning to each of of his mem- like of his most precious things. You know, like right. this was my gift for this thing, and so when you have. 30, 50 gifts, you're never going to remember who gave you what. You're never going to remember what birthday it was or any of it. And so... I mean, it's hard enough keeping a list of like from baby showers of who got you what and all that. So I can't imagine 45 kids running and screaming saying, that's my present! (laughs) I got that for you! I mean, that... I remember those birthdays. I was on the kid's side, but I still remember the chaos that came. Yeah. Plus, if you think about it, especially for young children, for let's see, for example, for Mateo and Elias's next birthday, which is coming up, if we had, you know, 20 gifts for Elias and 20 gifts for Mateo and we have them opening all of them, what are the other children supposed to do? Just sit there and watch and want to play with all of them? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We can just throw on the Jeopardy. I love it. <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> it definitely takes a lot of trash out of the play. Yeah. No rat, ripped wrapping paper tossed around. And like you said, everybody contributes to it. So it shows it shows Mateo a sense of community. Like these people all contributed mm-hmm. for you to be happy today. Mm-hmm. They all well, wanted you to be happy today. Yeah. And if you're not happy, we can go in the back and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'll make sure. You walk out of there with a smile. Smile. <laughs> but I love it. It's great. <laughs> now, we love the Fiverr birthdays. It definitely helps. So, again, just kind of recapping. There's a lot that goes into doing a little job. You kind of got an insight of how we do ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the things that we did to help plan and whatever traditions you bring to your to your household, you know, take those tips and run with it. See how mm-hmm. See how they help you task out everything delegate mm-hmm. um the fiver birthday we got that from somebody we read it somewhere and i fell absolutely in love with the idea yeah so take that if you if that's something you would think would be you know if that fits into you know kind of what you want to do with uh birthdays by all means take that if you have any questions we've only done this once twice we've only done this twice <laughs> so we're not experts but um, we survived. Yeah. So that counts for something, right? Yeah. 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 Bilingual, bicultural birthday parties, they're fun. You get to be creative and you get to invite a bunch of cool people. Mm-hmm. And when the kids walk away, say that, that was awesome. We got plants or we got this. We got plants. <laughs> from the first one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
the plants. We got succulents, <laughs> ma, dad. We we got we got to take over succulents. I mean, I was really going for the sweet tarts, but this is better. I'm telling you, I remember children did love that. Like they were so excited. I remember Noah; he made like five plants for everybody in his family. So yes, they did love it, and also they did love the second birthday. Yeah, the also. second birthday. I thought that one was really cool, creative. It was a bookmark with Mateo's picture on it because you know everybody has to see a sweet face, and then the little bulldozer with the sand-colored play-doh. Here, so I'll I'll kind of paint a picture. I bought some of those um, meal prep containers off of Amazon. The ones that have different have, sections have different sections. So it has one big section and two little ones on the other side. So in the big section, John and I made tons of Play-Doh. Do you remember? Oh, mama. Do I remember? We made tons of Play-Doh, sand color, and we, we put Play-Doh on one side, like homemade Play-Doh. And then on the other side, on one of the, container, one of the compartments, we put black rocks, like river rocks. And then on the other one, we put a construction vehicle. So it's like and, you can make your own. And then the bookmark. Oh, yeah. That was kind of. Did you put a recipe on there for the Play-Doh? I didn't. Oh. That would have been a good. We'll have to remember that. Yeah. So these party favors were so popular that the adults were what? taking them home <laughs> and playing with them. Because I got a text from Ryan. Uh-huh. She was saying this was the best party favor she's ever received. She talked about the bookmark because she's an avid reader. Uh-huh. And she couldn't stop playing with the Play-Doh like a stress reliever, mm-hmm. like a stress reliever, like the little stress balls. Right. And she couldn't stop playing with it. So, boom. Yep. Parents for the win on that one. So if you have any questions or you have any cool ideas that help make birthdays so much more smooth. Or tips on having com- a combined birthday, because that's what we're... Yes. That's what's coming up. If you up. have a combined <laughs> birthday tip, please send it our way. You got three weeks... To get yeah. us to get us some answers. Uh, that's all I got. Me too. Does that mean it's time? Oh, you have a dad joke? It's time for the dad joke. Oh, so excited. I've been waiting for this all day. I don't know if you're ready for this one. You should probably look it up. Really? How do pickles celebrate their birthdays? Hmm. Birthdays. You give up? With ice cream and pickles? What? I don't know. That's They're not you... pregnant. <laughs> I don't know. They relish the moment. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> What? I don't know. Sorry. I'm getting a little delirious. I'm tired. <laughs> tired. <laughs> All right, so comments, questions, concerns, general consensus about the world or universe around us. Nope. All right, you all have a wonderful evening. Happy birthday if anybody uses your birthday out there on the theme of birthdays. Feliz cumpleaños. Doljabi? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it works like that, but you all have a wonderful Dope. evening. Adiós. <laughs> Adiós.
Raising bilingual children can be a challenge. Our program makes it possible by providing a fun, easy-to-use guide for parents. This guide will teach you how and when to use Spanish at home in order to make the most of your time together as a family. We provide you with everything you need to know about raising bilingual children, including storytime videos, songs, activities, and more. All of our content is designed specifically for families and will help you speak Spanish with your child from birth through age six, all while having fun. Head over to bilingualfamily.us and click on Español Juntos to get started. Con amor, Daniela.